Wei, Ni Hao. Is this your phone number? Yes, it is. Do you have a wife? No. Oh, sorry. And that is the latest phone call I've received. <laughs> oh, it's Monday, January 24th, 2022. I'm Steven Sersky. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for finding me. Thanks for finding this here audio blog, audio podcast. I put this together every Monday to Friday, sometime in the evening, Beijing time, uh, with the idea that it will be published uh, early in the morning for North America. Um, but uh, it's sort of a a Things and Thoughts podcast uh, that I keep track of some of the things I do here in Beijing, studying Mandarin, uh, Mandarin Chinese, studying Russian, so different languages, uh, how things are going in terms of work, and all the other little things I get up to uh, in and around Beijing as an expat. And today, uh, seems like things have... Um, they're not super serious, but they've taken a bit more of a... A severe turn because uh, I'm told that uh, parts of Feng Tai district are now uh, locked down basically uh, meaning that um, people aren't allowed to leave their apartment complexes and uh, I'm not sure like they can get food delivered uh, or groceries delivered but it has to be essentials only uh, which is uh, yeah kind of I, so you get I guess you can't order your books or anything which I just got delivered today I wonder if these are actually going to flag me at all because they came from Guangdong, uh, which is like basically Hong Kong, Shenzhen, uh, like south part of China. Um, so I'm not sure if those will, you know, put me on any sort of map of like, you know, it's a it's a domestic parcel, so it's, I, I don't think it's an issue. Uh, but here in Feng Tai, uh, in Beijing, yeah, the Feng Tai district district two million people total. But this thing, I mean, it stretches the entire southern portion. Of, uh, Beijing, of Beijing between like uh, the downtown core and Daxing where the new airport is so uh, that they're doing mass testing and as I've seen it seems that uh, more people around the city are being requested to go to undergo testing um, nu- nucleic acid testing so they're they're being very cautious I guess uh, even the Olympic loop has been penetrated I'm not sure if penetrated is the right word because uh, they found it. Now, whether or not it was brought in, uh, it somehow got there or whatever, but uh, there's like 39 or 40 cases within the closed loop of the Olympic uh, circle. All of which is to say that uh, for one one way or another, it's, uh, it's there. But Beijing, there's no word that they're going to cancel anything they're going to go ahead with this um despite any sort of these uh these these concerns if it remains sort of very low case numbers i'm sure the olympics won't be uh, affected at all again there are no spectators allowed or no general spectators so my whole dream goal of living in a city that's hosting the olympics and going to attend it you know just like an everyday event uh those have been quashed <laughs> At least for Beijing, uh, at least for maybe not China, but at least for Beijing at this time. Uh, so uh, that's sort of the the big thing is that uh, the Olympics are going to happen. Uh, they're still on the go, like so they're they're going kicking off. I think it's next Friday, so it's going to be February fourth, which is uh, three days into 
the uh, the Lunar New Year. So Spring Festival starts. I was actually wrong last week when I meant when I was talking about this. Uh, Chu Chu Xi, uh, which is the first day of Spring Festival, uh, the and is the last day of the the Lunar New Year. That's on Monday, January thirty first. And last week I mentioned that people had to work over the weekend. That's not entirely true. Uh, actually, I was wrong on that one. It's this weekend coming up that people have to work. This is the mandatory. Uh, this is the this coming weekend is the reshuffled work days. Uh, and I, I I was looking at the calendar last week and just before I made the, the re- recording, and so I had it in my mind that this is going to happen. But this past weekend was not mandatory to work. This coming weekend is mandatory to, uh, to work, or at least you're supposed to. That being said, I mean, uh, pretty quiet around Beijing, but not just because of the virus and um, because of Spring Festival, but because Beijing had snow, proper snow, like snow that's still there. You can still see it. It didn't melt after you know, two hours. I guess on, was it Friday during the day, and then Saturday... It snowed some more. Friday it snowed a little bit, but then Saturday it snowed even more, and that is the stuff that's uh, been sticking around. So uh, we went out and made a snowman on Saturday night. Um, it was it was difficult because it wasn't it was really cold. So the that wasn't really cold. It was minus seven Celsius. I mean that's not really cold. Cold enough for the snow not to be sticky. So my girlfriend says this is fake snow. <laughs> I don't know that. I don't know why you're calling it fake snow. Well, it doesn't stick. You can't throw a snowball. Well, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. <laughs> um, I did see the, the kids were throwing uh, snowballs out there today, so it did warm up quite a bit. Substantially, I, I went out for my morning run. Did not want to, not going to lie. Woke up at 5.45, got out of bed at like 6.10, and not wanting to go at all, but got the shoes on, got the vest on. I figured even if I just walked it, I could get it done. Uh, but I did run it. it. took me longer than normal, but it was a lot warmer out there, but it's icy. This is the problem with it warming up is that it, uh, you know, creates, doesn't even have to be very much. It's just that slick layer of moisture that freezes that if you step on it the wrong way, you're, you're falling. Uh, so you got to be careful out there. So if you're in Beijing, be careful. This city is not built for ice. It's not built for ice. It's a. Um, they do put some salt and sand down, mostly salt, uh, but it's not very common. Like it, the public streets aren't salted or sanded. Um, a lot of the compounds will be if they're uh, sort of privately run, which is uh, like mine is privately run. So, yeah, that was the big event over the weekend was the snowfall, and then of course this Omicron virus uh, variant that's. Uh, finding its way into all the nooks and crannies of the city and uh, re-disrupting everybody's lives again. It's, yeah, it's it's becoming a pain in the ass. I, I, I don't know anyone who is not tired of this, and you can just sort of see it, that people are like, again? Like, really? We're still going through this? The one optimis- uh, optimist, optimistic aspect is that the delivery guys are still going so if the delivery guys are still going that means that if products are still moving people are still moving and these delivery guys i mean i hate to say it but i mean they're they're not exactly uh, the cleanest of folk i mean 
they work hard. Let's put it that way. They, they work hard, long hours, uh, and they don't always have time to um, uh, take care of themselves, pamper themselves the way that us people who have uh, much shorter work hours. All that is to say is that they're moving all the time. They're on the move. They're going. So as long as they're still moving, the city is still moving. And that sort of indicates to me that, uh, you know, the, the variant, although it's an issue, although they're addressing it, I, I do, it doesn't seem to be as serious as the other one, as the others that have uh, come. So that being said, like with the Olympics coming up, I mean, I don't think they'll stop the delivery people from work, um, from going around like they did at the beginning of this whole pandemic. Uh, they might lock down places very quickly and they will do a lot of app tracing, but um, I don't see a full-scale lockdown happening, at least not from my point of view. That being said, ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the um, the doomsday, doomsday sayers, the lockdowners, uh, what do you call them? Oh, there's a special word for them in the United States. I can't remember. Not the, the doomsday personnel? Oh, I can't remember. Oh, come on. Whatever the word is. Anyway, people are stocking up just in case. Uh, you know, you can still get food delivered, though. It's not the food. It's going to be the work that gets shut down that becomes an issue. And I'm even looking at it going, this time is going to be a whole lot different. If we can still work from home, like if Beijing gets shut down, it's a substantial amount of uh, of uh, work taken out of the system, but the rest of the country could still keep going. So the uh, the other like our our clients outside of Beijing could still go to a certain area, and in a closed loop sort of system, go or be arranged for a teleconference. I mean, so these things it, because of this push to computerized um, meetings that we are able to sort of have uh, the the impact should not be as severe as it was when this whole thing kicked off. What is it? Three years ago, two years ago. I mean, it was 20, 2019. Can you believe it? This also gets me because 2022, we're in the beginning of January. We're getting to the end of January. How many of you out there couldn't believe that it was December just last month? Like how fast is time going? crazy are you guys having a good time like are you are you getting things done are you being productive i the reason my why my time is flying is that i'm looking at this whole shutdown going you know the potential shutdown going i got a lot of things i'd like to get done i mean this audio blog uh takes up you know portion of my evening uh my website today i spent all day updating the website again and going through a few of the tracks did not finish a lot of them did not finish just about no i don't think i finished any of them today i'll get to them tomorrow uh because i'll have a bigger chunk of time tomorrow and so, i mean and also studying chinese as well it's almost gotten to the point that i i kind of I'm, I'm bothered by going to work because i'd rather just get these other things done that being said i know what pays the bills <laughs> okay it's not my chinese it's not the audio blog it's not you know the website so you know, it's uh, as much as I'd like to, you know, be a little bit more student-ish, uh, it's not going to happen. Not just yet, anyway. Although the thought did cross my mind, and I can say that I was uh, I was talking to, to an agency today. Not talking, sorry. I sent a message or two. 
about how easy it would be to transfer visas if I wanted to shift jobs. I, so my big fear has always been, if I change jobs, do I have to go back to Canada to redo the visa process? That would be the biggest problem. And I'd probably just give up on coming back to, to China at that point. You don't have to, uh, especially if you stay in the same industry. She was saying it's pretty easy. If you, if you continue on with the ESL industry, it's pretty much straight ahead. Uh, and as I've been informed, you have 30 days. I think I talked about this a couple of weeks ago where you have 30 days to uh, get your visa sort of transferred to your new employer. Um, all you need is sort of that certificate or that piece of paper from your previous employer saying that you did work for them and that you have a new contract with this new company. So um, it's not that difficult to do. And from what it looks like, actually, you know, the, the need for English teachers in person is here. Like, it's it's almost like you could probably, you might not be able to walk down the street because all, most of those schools were shut down with, with this crackdown on uh, um, private institutions teaching K-12 to compulsory subjects. So the government came in last year and said, no more of this uh, if it's compulsory uh, if it's grade school compulsory education, you are not allowed to teach it outside of standardized and registered companies. So if you're if you're not one of those, you have to become either nonprofit or stop. And so a lot of shops did close up shop my last year. That being the case, universities, they're they still need people. Um, they they do need people in the country more than they need people who are outside of the country, uh, and bringing people in from out, overseas would be very difficult at the moment. So, uh, I've seen a few postings for university lectures, lectures, and the thought popped into my mind: What if? What if not Beijing? Still China but not Beijing. Could I do it? Would I do it? I remember a few years ago, I was talking to some people and they had, they had all moved into Beijing from other places. But now I'm kind of wondering, I, I always thought, you know, Beijing was the last stop. Like if you come to Beijing, you don't, you don't really go back to the small country anymore. You don't go back to the, or small cities. Maybe, I've only lived in Beijing. I've traveled around the country a bit, but I've only ever lived in Beijing. Maybe it's time to take on a full-on Chinese experience and move out to a smaller, you know, maybe only 15 million people city or something like that. The thought did cross my mind uh, because it's one of these things where you kind of go, if I got a university, like a position at a university, and this is, you know, Assuming that, uh, being very confident that my qualifications would uh, get me in the door sort of thing, that uh, you take a job up at one of these universities or education institutes, but, I mean, you're making decent coin, but your costs are far less. Like, we might not be making as much here in Beijing, but I wouldn't be spending so much on, a, like, my, my rent. Like, my Beijing rent is pretty much double where, where what it would be anywhere else. By far. So, I mean, you move to a second-tier city, 
or a third tier city. So they just basically scale it down by five million for each each tier. I mean, a city of ten million people, your rent is probably going to be three thousand six hundred dollars a month Canadian, whereas in Beijing it's twelve hundred Canadian, right, per month, and it's a small apartment. Coupled with online teaching, uh, you know, it's it's one of these things you kind of go. It almost makes sense to start thinking about maybe that's the way to go. Um, that being the case, one of the reasons I do like my, my job right now is because it is very flexible. And I have said that if I were to lose this job, you know, for whatever reason, like, you know, pandemic crushes the industry, <laughs> like, squeezes the last remaining life out of it or something. And like education is, you know, completely metaversed. I, that I've been sampled, my voice has been sampled, and like literally the only thing I have to do is say that, hey, look at that's me sort of thing. Um, but other than that, um, you know, there should still be work. It's very flexible, and I'm able to spend some time uh, studying Chinese. But I was talking to this guy who works at a university. He's like, yeah, I don't work again until the end of February. I'm like, you know... I kind of miss those days, those uh, days of teaching in a university where I had three months off every year. That was really nice. That was really nice. Granted, it got pretty hectic during the uh, the school semester, but uh, once it was over, when you were free, I'm starting to think of all, all these things that you know I'm trying to do here with the audio blog, uh, the podcast. <sighs> Maybe a standard schedule is not something that I need. It might work for some people, you know, having it set up every Monday to do this. It's never worked for me. It just doesn't work for whatever reason. This daily audio blog is a little bit different because it's in the evening, but that evening time shifts. Whereas, you know, weekly thing, uh, it, it gets tough to, to make schedules meet sort of thing. So it was an idea. If not Beijing but still China, where would I go? That, 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 that thought has been in my mind. Wondering, wondering, wondering. As I mentioned before, I was uh, updating the website today. I did spend, up, uh, spend quite a bit of time doing that. Uh, updated all the audio blogs and January up until this weekend. Uh, this weekend I was trying something new. I was trying to soundtrack one of the GoPro videos I have of me zipping through uh, Beijing uh, Saturday night, or sorry, Saturday evening, early evening. So I want to uh, soundtrack that, and I realized how how much I don't know about how to play guitar. <laughs> I want to make like this punk-sounding soundtrack, and I got the drums. That was easy enough. Uh, the bass is there, passable, but like the guitar, I'm just like, it sounds like I'm just playing guitar on a keyboard. It's not proper. And I'm trying to do chords, and like I don't, even, I don't even know what I'm doing here. So, I might just publish it for the laugh because it probably sounds that bad. Uh, who knows? We'll see. Hard to believe that we are coming up to the end of January, which means January Song a Day Challenge is ending. Uh, this is kind of good because um, you know I'm kind of looking forward to you know some time off from creative output every single day. That being the case. February is typically called finish February. You finish up all those projects that you started, uh, or at least you tie up some loose ends and things like that, particularly as it pertains to 
January or these other um, creative projects, such as even NaNoWriMo. Show notes and tracks up on my website, stephensersky.com. And, uh, oh, the only other thing I was going to say was uh, I have to start studying these Chinese proverbs. And the one that stuck in my mind is Gai Arlun, which is to treat all matters the same. And I couldn't figure out why E, like the number E, one, guy, as in da guy, how much, but guy, that character, R, however, fan R, R, Lun, as I talk, Tao Lun, uh, Jia Lun, or conclude, things like that. I'm like, why was it these characters? And every proverb, every Cheng Yu has a story behind it. So this is where my Chinese studies have gone to now, that I'm now learning the the massive stories behind all the different proverbs and idioms that they have in the Chinese language. But we'll get to that at another time. Thanks for listening, folks. Show notes and tracks up on my uh, website, stephensersky.com. Thanks again. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.